This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are starting recording. We have not talked. We have not prepared. I'm just smashing the record button. This is the how-to podcast what we're trying to figure out how to do this week. I have no idea. I am Luke Anderson. I am Crunch for Time. That is Ben Abbey. He positive energy today. So I don't know if I have positive energy or if I have manic energy, but we'll try to even out your positivity and my whatever I got going on. Does that work? Manic, manic and positivity can kind of, they're, they're, they can be synonymous, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah. Mine's not positive. Mine is just like, <laughs> okay. mine is, I have frantic energy. I have, uh, okay. I have too many things going on to know how many things I have going on right at this moment. I was not going to miss this podcast. I had a call that I just got off of that I was not going to miss. And they were both good calls. I mean, it's not like, oh, I have to do this because I need to know what the results of the test are to know if I'm dying or not. It wasn't anything like that where I must do it. it. No life and death, just things that I've set up where I'm like, hey, I'm not missing the how-to podcast. Let's move it to nine. Let's jump right on and start recording. And just go with it. And go with it. I have a bunch of other things that I need to figure out when we're done with this. So I've got that kind of energy that, that like, there's something behind the curtain. Don't know what it is. I'll worry about it when I get there. I get, uh, you know, and here's the thing I'll tell you. And and you sent, like, I think you sent me an email like a week or two ago. That you never got back to. I never got back to. (laughs) It was like three weeks ago. It it was a while ago. It's been a while. at least three weeks ago, which was a follow-up to one that, that you and I talked about the last time that we talked about the time before that. This is this is like trying to get your attention in the summer when you run a painting business. It's, it's difficult. But it's, it's Well, and here's the thing. It, it's not that you don't have the attention. Well, no, okay. Like, I saw the email. You know what I mean? Sure. But what it is, is like I compartmentalize. And it's like, I don't, I can't. It, like in my head, if I think about that now, it takes up that space yep. that I need to go do X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever is ultimately more pressing in that moment. Right. Well, so, and here's, here's the thing. The email isn't like, I need something from you. This is, this is the qualifier for it. I'm trying to help you with something. Something. Yeah. So like the fact that you're not getting back to me, I'm like, ah, oh, well, it's not at the top of his priority list. And then I send a gentle reminder. It's not like, Hey, I need this thing or my life completely collapses and everything is terrible. You're good, yeah. you're good at the gentle reminder. Yeah, like but- there's people that are not good at the gentle reminder. Okay. Um, but I, so I, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about that today. Ooh. Right. Ooh. A, little, a little bit about, 
like just the manic, the, 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 it's, it's, it gets, I feel like every industry has a period of time that is more elevated or more, it moves faster than other periods of time in that same industry. I think the word you might be looking for is there's more urgency mm. at certain times, right? Like, yeah, cause you know, there's, there's two sides of my job. I, I work for uh, Odyssey Radio. I am mm-hmm. on on-air personality on the sports station. And say it with your chest. Right? I, I need you to. Yeah. Like, he's an on-air talent, people. Well, that's it. I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. And you <laughs> think this? Po- I, I, I can't. I I can't say it. But there's there's more there's more content from me coming. And you and I can talk about this opportunity because I actually might have a small piece for you. In the thing, but this is going to be a departure for you because we need you really to focus and I'm going to need you to be responsive. It's going to be difficult, but here's, here's, and I guess this can't say too much, but this all lines up with what I'm about to say, which is in the sports broadcast uh, calendar, nothing has more urgency than football season Mm, because everybody loves football season. But the funny thing is we still have to do shows like yesterday. So today is the 21st of July. Remind me before we get off, I have to call my brother. It's his birthday. Just realized that. No uh, so no. yesterday, the 20th of July, 2022, the, the day changes, but the same time every year, there is one day every year where none of the major North American sports play a game. Mm-hmm. So, so if you look across the calendar, there's always at least a baseball game, a hockey game, game a basketball game or a football game going on every day of the year except the day after the all-star game that's the only day that there is no live sporting events because the the day before the all-star game you have the home run derby you have all that like there was soccer on yesterday but nobody really cares so the, the funny thing is it's much harder to do a sports radio show if you don't have a personality Yesterday and today, right? Because there's really nothing to talk about. You can recap the All-Star game, but the All-Star game, who cares? And then today, there's really nothing to recap because all you could do yesterday was recap the All-Star game for baseball. So this is kind of the downtime. Like you're trying to get through a show. Like, let's say if you do three hours on the radio. Okay. You have to make up a bunch of crap to talk about. Mm. You get into football season and... I could do a five hour show and I would not get to all the things that I want to talk about. Yeah. You would, you couldn't, you couldn't hit all 32 teams. There's no way. Yep. Absolutely. But it also coincides with the end of the year and the other half of my job is sales. And that's also the busiest time. So it's like, it it gets very frantic for you. Summertime, some, some, so here's here's my question that kind of ties into this. Um, What do you do to bring that energy down? Meaning here you are writing high functionality, a lot of meetings, a lot, lot going on, yep. personal and business. Yep. What does Luke do personally to, to take it from here to come down? And, and you're still, you know, all the things that need to happen, right? But yep. it, you, we all need something that is the escape. And I'm curious to see what yours is. And then I want to talk about mine, of course. Okay, sure. You know, that is a very, very good question. I don't know that I have a like clean plan, like an escape okay. plan from that. Okay. What I've realized over the years is very few things that you put at the top of your urgency list 
are equal to the people that you're dealing with for those, right? Certainly. So that is is kind of where my head goes, but I don't have like a, all right, so what I do is I draw a warm bath and sit down and light a candle and do all that. None of that. And I, I don't have like a, a checklist of things that I do. Okay. But what I do is I just realize that there are different urgency levels mm-hmm. for, for different people around me. And whatever I am prioritizing the highest is, is very rarely matching on anybody else's list, right? So what I do is I just go, you know what? I'm just going to write it out and take whatever's in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, so like this morning, the phone call I just got off of this podcast, my next meeting, those three things are going to take up most of my day, right? It's yeah. like, so, or most of my morning anyway. Yeah. So what I did was I just go, all right, let's just hit those three things. I'll have some downtime in between whatever's right in front of me. I will take care of because those are the people that are looking for a response. Right. And, the, and but, it's the, the most urgent, right? But, like but the- here are the two tricks that I use most often. And they both pertain to email Okay. is if my, <laughs> if my email inbox ever gets over full, I do this probably twice a year. I just get rid of everything. Just wait, wait, just, wait, hard delete. Yeah, like, just not, like it, listen, I use, we switched to Gmail. Yeah. And now it's archive. Cause it just, yeah. it just goes away. Right. Like this is our company service. Just, I don't I, even know what that means when we say archive this email. Like, I don't know where that goes. Well, no here, so here's the thing. Outlook, it used to be delete, but you, you're, your deleted emails would stay there until you went and deleted them permanently. So it's basically the same thing. Like I archive them. They basically go away, but they get out of my view. Yeah. And anybody that I forgot is going to give me a reminder, gentle or not. And now my inbox will slowly fill back up with the people that are, have the most urgency to it. So then I'll get those out of the way. So I go from 150 emails to five. Those are very easy to take care of what's in front of me. Then I go back. Now I have time and then I'll go back and I will slowly get back to the things that are on my priority list. I'll look at it and go, all right, what, what am I trying to accomplish? And so now I'm in charge again, right? So instead of dictating to that, the second one that I do is if I ever get caught in an email conversation with somebody, yeah, I'll send them a delayed response. So like you, I, I email Ben, you get right back to me and go, Oh, yeah, here's all the answers to those questions. They, I, mean, I know this won't happen with you. We've already discussed that. But you get right back to me. So then I go, I get right back to you. If I've sent three emails, I will intentionally delay the next one 15 minutes. Okay. And then if you get right back to that one, I'll delay the next one an hour. And I'll go, I'll go, eh, don't deliver it. Deliver it at one o'clock. Like, yeah. And now it's off of, those, but those are the two tricks that I have. Is if anybody's taking up too much of my time, it's like text messages. Yeah, like, it's falling into this funnel trap, right? But yeah, but you send me a text message I can't read right now. Yep. You know what I do? I don't read it. Yeah, I, I do that. But see, a lot of people, they read it right away, and then they get caught up, and then I have to respond. I do the same thing with email, where it's, it's like, if I don't have time to respond to it, I don't have time to read it. So that way, that way it stays, like the notification stays there, and I'll get to it when I get to it. And you know what? I really hate it when people don't get back to me. So I try my damnedest not to, but like, there's a priority list, right? If you want to get a hold of me right now, call yeah. me. If you want to get a hold of me soon, text message. If you want to get a hold of me, eventually email me. 
You know. so that's that's how the hierarchy is in my list, and maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong, but that's kind of the way I roll with it. Well, I, don't, I don't know that there is a right or wrong. I think it's sure. how everyone functions. Exactly. Right? So but there's some people that send an email, and they always mark that urgent thing on it. Oh. But you ever notice that only people that use urgent always use urgent? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're the Michael. They're the Michael Scotts of the world, right? Like they just it, it's urgent one, urgent two, urgent yeah. three, yeah. urgent four. like no, it's they're like again. I will say this over and over. There's no such thing as a paint emergency, right? Sure. There, it doesn't, that doesn't exist. But there are situations that are urgent for the particular project in a reactionary response. I, I do need to give you a paint emergency. Go. What? When we moved into our house, we painted uh, accent walls, which are accent walls still a thing? I feel like we've moved past accent walls. No, they still happen. But they're not they, as popular as they once were. I think I think accent designer wallpaper is becoming a thing. But there continue. you go. Okay, so we did accent walls, and I was like, in the bedroom, I read something that said the most common color is blue, and I'm like, hey, let's just do a blue wall in the bedroom. Two different colors of blue that we were trying to decide between, and my wife didn't like either of them, but also didn't understand. I don't know what. Happened. <laughs> So painter tape paints the whole, like the whole house and we go up into the bedroom and she's like, I hope you like it. We walk in and she thought that the two blues were one would, the whole room would be blue and the other one would be the darker of the two would be the accent wall. Oh, and I walked in and I was like, Oh my God, what'd you do? Is it like, we're talking, it's blue, blue, isn't it? Well, Everything. it's, it's like, uh, it's like sky blue and then like dark sky blue like it's it's like, <laughs> and we walked in i'm like oh and she's like well i thought that's what you want i told him to do this because you want it we're like repaint it right now i'm like do the the beige color that is across the rest of the house that wall can stay <laughs> that was an emergency my wife was like oh my god thank god i hated it so much but i didn't want to say anything like it was her nice thing for me but like you could feel her panic like yeah. walking into that room and I'm like, Oh my God, like, what did you do? And she's like, Oh my God. I thought this was you wanted. I she thought I was going to walk in and be like, Oh, this is our, it's amazing. Right. And then, yeah, but that was an emergency. She was, she would have killed herself. Meeting that, that your wife, uh, acquiesced to, to, to what her vision was for this. Oh yeah. Insanely blue room in the assumption that you're going to love it. Oh yeah. Right? Only to come to find out that you both are on oh, the yeah. exact same yeah. page, and this is way too much. We that's still, we still have the one blue wall in the bedroom, and oh, yeah. I that's still don't think she, I still don't think she likes it, but it's yeah. still there. So whatever. But it, it provides the accent. So, I, f going back, to no pain emergency. Sorry, I interrupted. The no, to your email thing, uh, I love it. Right, like just uh, as a as a hierarchy system. Um, I, I, as you were saying the archive thing, yeah. I'm trying to imagine in my head, if I archived my emails instead of like just doing the things that I need to do, yeah. an example would be like a lot of the email traffic that I get are the invo online invoices from vendors. Right. Sure. And so I'm filtering those to uh, ultimately Meg and then job folders, yada, 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 just trying to keep all that yep. in line. And that, See, the, the interesting part there is that's a part of the organization in my head. But even if I didn't have each client with a label, 
I'd still be able to go find that email. I would like, yeah. So, yeah. so every, every year at the flip of the calendar, I'm like, I'm going to be more organized this year. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, like it's in a computer. You know what I do most of like now what I do is I just go to like the, the documents folder. Yeah. And then I type in what I want and it takes me a lot less time. Like, yeah. like I think in 2023, I'm just doing one folder. I'm just going to do one full. I'm going to put everything in one folder and then I can sort it alphabetically or by date, like just right at the header. And then if I can't find it that way, search, search. And then all, you know, so next going into, which I can do it now, but, but you want to start with the new ah, year. Well, here's the thing. It's like the last week of the year, there's nothing to do. So, yeah. um, yeah, um, so, but, cool. but, but what I'm going to do is I'm just going to like my, instead of making my goal, better organization, better labeling. Yeah. Start like almost take, take the organization. You're still organizing sure. better, but you're just my, you're, you're creating a, a more, a tighter Avenue and saying, we're going to label better. Yeah. I'm just going to label better because, because ultimately what happens at the end of the day, I'm like, ah, this computer's going so slow. I need to restart it. I need to shut it off. I need to shut it down, whatever. And then I look and I'm like, oh, I've got nine spreadsheets open, six PowerPoints, uh, 15 Word documents. A couple got, of podcasts. I got my music playing. I've got a podcast recording. I've got a second one that is being transcribed. I've got all this stuff going on. I wonder why my computer's running slow. But this, and but then, this damn machine doesn't work. And so then I'm like, why is it running slow? Stupid yeah. thing. I got to shut it down. And then everything says book one or Word document one or whatever. And so then I have to go through and I just scatterbrain label. And then they go into just a big folder, like, and then I'm like, where did I put that thing? And I just called it that thing I was working on. And I'm like, oh, weird. I couldn't find it. That thing I was working on. But it's, but here's, and so then what I do is I look for what I thought I called it. Can't find it. And then I go, what was like, what's a phrase that would be in there that wouldn't be in a whole lot of other documents. And then I type that in and I, 90% of the time I find it. And when I don't, I'm sad. But the worst part is when you're in subfolders and you're looking for it, and then you go into another subfolder, and then I'm like, screw this. This is a waste of time. So I just go yeah. to the main folder, and then it just searches the whole thing. That's what I'm yeah, doing. Crazy. That's my move. Okay. 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 So what's so, okay? So you get into the busy time. Yep. Overwhelmed or close to overwhelmed, whatever. What's your What's your mode? Yeah. So, was I right? Is a bath with candles? No, it's oh. not a bath with candles. In fact. It, I'm not a bath guy. Like I Does just the word bath give you anxiety? Like you it's it, your expression like, was like Ugh. Yeah, it's um no, it that's a no for me. I yeah. don't I don't like the, the the concept of sitting in in lukewarm water. Whoa, and, what's wrong with lukewarm? It's, it, it's Luke. It came off decision on no not that dude. Ah. <laughs> attention. All the dad jokes today too. So so what I do though is, um, I, I mean, and you, we know this, right? I I love being outside, yeah. right? Like that's that's a big part of it. And in particular, what I'm now finding, so as we went through June and the beginning of July, I figured out that I ended up spending in through June and the beginning half of July, I was outside each weekend. I believe five of six of those weekends, if not six of six, Excellent. like in the cascades away from my phone or well, without the ability to be on my phone, like doing yep. the things right. Just in that. And that goes for content creation. It goes for like, I mean, I made content, but I want, I'm not posting it. I'm creating content for later, but the things that I enjoy doing. 
And so in, in this going out to the woods, what I'm, and maybe this is as I'm getting older, I'd never been a reader like of, of books, like not that I don't enjoy them sometimes, but I like that you threw the of books. So it's like, <laughs> I can read. <laughs> well, never been a reader. Like, I mean, I can do like signs and like, like a pamphlet, maybe a brochure. Short, short words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty good with sentences. Paragraphs of books. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> oh my gosh. That being said, I've found a couple of books that I, I, I really am enjoying. And yeah. in particular, I go back to like high school, college, yada, 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 where. Oh, people- did you find the Choose Your Own Adventure books? Because those are awesome. <laughs> no, I did oh. not. No, I did not. But I think I found one or I found two that are arguably better than the Choose Your Own Adventure. <gasps> you know what those are. Uh, but the first one I'm going to I'm going to talk about. Um, and I think that. If you haven't read this, I really do encourage you in particular. Oh. Right? I just think that you as a human would enjoy this book because of a your relative age to me um, and just knowledge of the things. And it is this one right here. Green Lights. Okay. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey's autobiography. You know what? I actually have that on reserve at the library. I need you to read it. I do. I've, I've gotten three notifications and I have not gone and picked it up because my wife and I have been doing library card in it. And Excellent. I, I, my wife read it and she's like, you have to read it. And I, three times I've said, ah, I don't have time. No, it's like, I'm you uh, good. She's going to start harping on you more now. Guarantee it. She'll okay. Like, hey, I heard she, you th- yeah. You think she listens to this podcast. You're adorable. I, I do. I have a show. I, I have a show that is broadcast on the radio. Like all she has to do is like, turn it on. And she's like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, off to the show. <laughs> and I'll be on the air from nine to 11. And she's like, eh. <laughs> What are you doing right now? I'm talking over to Portland. But she's driving nothing, not not anyway. Yeah. Like so, it's so rare when she listens, which is nice because then I can talk about her. Yeah. Solid. I guess. Green lights though. Here yeah. and here's what I do love about this this autobiography. First, it's he's a storyteller, right? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, the way that he tells stories. I people say that I I do similar things in the way that like if you ask me how my weekend was, it's not oh I went all right, all right, all right. It's, oh, no. it's, it's everything in the lead up. It's all the, all of it. Right. I'm going to sure. tell you the whole story about that weekend. Okay. Let me just start with when I was six. That like, yeah. I'm going to give you yeah. like, this is where I was when I was yeah. six years old. So now I'm going to go. This is why the, yeah, this is why it matters. See, I'm with you. I'm picking up what exactly. you're putting down. So the interesting part though, is that what he does in this autobiography is he takes the life events that are happening to him in his personal life. And he, pairs them to some of the movies that he's creating at that same, at that same juncture in his life and, and coming to some of these realizations on just his viewpoints in in the world. Here's what I need to know. Go. Does he explain what the hell is going on in those Lincoln commercials that he does? So I'm only on part five. Oh, see, this is what I need. But you're you're familiar with the commercials. Oh yeah, we're, we're all just driving that. through, and he's like staring at a bull in the road. <laughs> like this car is great because there's a bull. He does talk about the all right, all right, all right. Oh yeah, he does. In Wooderson, and 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 how that character came to be, and it's it's all fascinating. That the movie that is his life. 
that just the, the way that he's falling into what you would, what we now know to be iconic things that are happening. Right. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, all right. You can say that anywhere in the world and 90% of humans know. Eh, eh, okay. I'm just eh, throwing out numbers. Yeah, but they yeah. know they most, most, I think humans will know what that is. So, or at least where it comes from. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that part I find fascinating. Um, and as a, as a storytelling book of one's life journey, the way it's written yeah. and the way that he journaled his life um, and with little quips and, and edits and he's, he, you know, he's writing things out that are on his mind and then the adventures he takes. It's fascinating. Yep. I mean, he's in Africa, he's in South America. He's just, it, it's awesome. Cool. All that. Cool. Um, the second book, the second book, uh, arguably more powerful, much easier to read and relatable to every single age of human that exists on this planet. Okay. Every single age. I don't care if you are four. I don't care if you are 80. You can, you can identify with this book because of its simplicity in what it is. Okay. Now this book, I've read this multiple times. It takes about an hour oh, to get nice. through. It's not a long book. This is actually a graphic novel. It's called the boy, the, uh, the boy, the mole, the fox, the horse. Okay. Okay. Never heard of it. It is not on reserve at the library. This is a graphic novel. A lot of it's going to look like this, right? Sure. These types of illustrations. I don't think I don't think we're publishing the uh, video. It's hand drawn. It's yeah. So yeah. It's, it's it's yeah. It's, when you say graphic novel, this is not The Watchmen. No, not the. But it, they they call they qualified as. A graphic oh sure, sure. Yeah, I, I understand. But yeah, it's 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 more. It's it feel it looks. You just showed it up, and I like I said, I, I don't think I'm recording the video for this. Unless you start well, for you, that was for you. I understand, but we have people listening to this. You dummy. Oh, <laughs> recording a podcast for people to listen to with their ears and their eyes. It looks like Shel Silverstein. Yeah. Light in the Simple. attic. Uh, Simple. where the sidewalk yeah. ends. That's, that's, that's yeah. what it looked like. If I had to compare it to something, speaking of yeah. something, everybody should be able to visualize. Yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. true. I started reading those poems to my kids. Oh god, they're fantastic and just ridiculous and so good. Yeah. Um, but this book uh is it's fascinating to me because of the way that you could apply it to your life and and for every single human, the way that they could apply it um is different. The and, fox, and the mole, the horse, the donkey, the buffalo. It's the the boy, the mole, the fox, the horse. Boy, the mole, the fox, the horse. And it's the simplicity of the book in which I love because what you don't get. So in, in, in dichotomy to or in paradox to uh, the book, the other book, Green Lights, where you're getting a lot of backstory in this particular in this novel, you are not getting backstory on the boy, the mole, the fox, yeah. the horse. You are getting their interactions and w without without notion of what has happened in their lives in the lead up to that. And I think that that part of it is really, really neat. Um, but it, so I'm, I'm out in the woods with the kids, right? Yep. We're, we're, we're tent, we're, we're tenting it up. We're, we're in the, we're in the tent. And um, I had brought the book and I wanted to read them the book. Right. And uh, I show them the book we start reading it. And my son, bless his heart, bless his heart. 
as I'm beginning to read, he says, wait, dad, can you stop? And I was like, yeah, sure. What's up, bud? And he's like, when did you learn how to read? No, (laughs) no. He goes, he says, why, why aren't, why can't, can you do it in, in voices? Ah. Like he wants me to do a a voice for the mole, a voice for the boy. So then I'm trying, you know, in like, okay, what are these, what do they sound like? You know what I mean? That that part, I don't, I couldn't do that. Like (gasps) right then it was hard. Yeah, no, I've got I've got the voice for uh, Mama Bear, Papa Bear, Brother Bear, Sister Bear, Bernstein okay. Bears, man. I'm, we're all over that. That's good. But, but yeah, I, so I, I on the spot, I couldn't come up with the voices, but I've been working on that. Oh, but, okay. Work, are you, did you just come out of this podcast to workshop the boy, no. the mole, the fox, the horse? No, no, I, no, literally just promotion across the board. Yeah. No, I'm not going to workshop it. There, I can't remember who said it, which I, I kind of wish I could give him credit for it because I, I quoted a lot. Um, and what we've talked about this, I don't really engage too much with social media, but it's, it's kind of a way of looking at, and this is what led my wife and I, I don't know, probably three or four years ago to reading a lot more, Mm -hmm. but it's the idea that if you look at a tweet or a post on social media, it's somebody's thought in the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's kind of what this podcast is, which I think it relates to audio as well. Uh, Magazine article is going to be somebody's best thought of the week or the month or whatever it is. Newspaper article is their best thought thought of the day. Uh, Magazine article, best thought of the month. Uh, A book, though, can be someone's life's work. Sure. It can be, you know, they're a year. It can be, it can be months. I look at uh, entertainment the same way where it's like you watch a YouTube clip compared to a television show compared to a, a film. Like, yeah, like sure. Deadpool is a funny example of this because it's like that movie kind of, it kind of kicked the the doors off of the, the you know, comic book movie. It took that yeah. dude 10 years to make that movie. Like, I don't know if you know how long Ryan Reynolds was beating down the door. To get in the movie. And I know there's other ones, but that's just the example that comes to mind. But it takes sometimes takes such a long time to craft these stories and put them together. But if you look at books that way, I think you can see the value in them. I mean, the okay. the amount of time that Matthew McConaughey took telling that story may have been, you know, the the you know, a year may have been uh, throughout his life just taking notes as he went. But you just realize how much more time is set in that versus following Matthew McConaughey on Twitter. Yep. You know what I mean? That's, that's the way I've kind of looked at it. And then you approach books. And so uh, it's funny because I, when I started reading, I would, I would kind of go in between like uh, a great work of fiction. Like I just finished uh, catch 22. Okay. Fantastic. Catch 22. And it's insane. And it's, it's, it's hilarious. And um, (coughs) so I finished that like a biography um, okay. I just finished, uh, I did Dr. J recently. Okay. Very, very interesting life. Uh, sure. like you, you would think like the amount of work that guy put into becoming Dr. J and the amount of luck that goes into it, like the, somebody's biography is always great. And then I was reading, I was reading like some of these, I guess you would call them self-help or business books or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I realized very quickly that those books are 90% recycled ideas repackaged ideas. So you can pick up any one of those books and you find one that speaks like in your language and I can get like the value of that. But I found that far less interesting. And so what I've done is I've moved to books about like psychology, science, research. Um, 
there's one. What did I just finish? Um, oh, I'd have to, I'd have to find the title. Um, but it's, um, this author, Steven Pinker, who I've read a couple times, but he, he has a book called Enlightenment Now that I really like. I can't remember the one that I just finished with him, but it talks about how the world is kind of, um, everything's better now than it's ever been. Okay. So he goes through human history and just goes like, Hey, like, I know we have like, nothing's perfect. Nothing's yeah. ever going to be perfect. But he talks yeah. about how the world has gone from where for 99.9% of human history, like the poor people were starving. Mm-hmm. And now like, especially in the U S poor people are obese. Like it's, it's such a shift that if you took somebody from like here, welcome to America, like, yeah, they'd be astonished with all of the technology and everything that we have. And what's that driving thing? And what the hell is going on with your pocket is ringing and all of those things. But they would stare and look at somebody that was like, Oh, here's, here's our poorest people. And then they are like, they look like the glutton that only a king could be, could be in those yeah. times. But you, you look, anyways, it just gives you a different perspective on the world. So what I've, what I've done is I've switched and eh, self-help can help itself. Uh, I, what I am going to do, like, I want like the business management, like, like, oh, here's an, like how to be a great employee, how to be a great, how to, you know, get more out of your workday. Eh, screw all that crap. The human history, uh, there's another great book called Sapiens, uh, that is really, I, I enjoyed immensely. Um, there's a, a book called energy and civil civilizations that I read. So there's just so many good books that you go in and you, you take these small pieces from them and then you start to draw parallels between them, right? Like there's, you know, there's, especially with some of the, the books that are written by, you know, these professors and stuff, they'll, they'll, you'll see little compliments to each other. It was funny because I, I read, uh, Malcolm Gladwell's, um, outliers. Okay. I, I haven't, uh, I don't know that. So one. outliers yeah. is the one that talks about the 10,000 hour rule. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. think everybody knows the 10,000 hour rule. It's pretty ubiquitous, but what he does is he takes people that have been immensely successful and then reverse engineers their life and goes, well, how did they become this? And yeah. it's, it's all, all of the stories that he tells follow the same trend. So he talks about Bill Gates, how Bill Gates was, you know, born at the right time where he was given access to one of the first computers and he was able to put in his 10,000 hours. And that's why he knew what he knew when he got it. Same things happened to Steve Jobs. They just happened to have these parallel lives that they were born at the right time, they had the right temperament, and they got in their 10,000 hours. The Beatles were rock stars because they were born at the right time and they, you know, ended up in Hamburg, Germany, where they were playing eight hour sets in strip clubs and they got their 10,000 hours in. And they, Talks about hockey players. If you if you're born at the right time, if you're born in November, then you're most likely to be the oldest kid on your team, which means you're going to make mm-hmm. the All Star team, which means you're going to get more practice and play with better coaches and get your ten thousand hours. But he reverse engineers it. But everything he does starts backwards and goes. This guy was great. Put in his <laughs> ten thousand hours, and it's like, well, what about all the other assholes that put in their ten thousand hours and yeah. suck? And yep. so there's no way to go and find those people, and so. 
<laughs> I discovered Steven Pinker because he hates Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> he thinks he's he thinks it's like you know he he's like ah that guy's lazy and he's just he's a good storyteller but like don't trust the science behind what he says. And so that's how I discovered this other author so that I read his and there's still some value in you know what Malcolm Gladwell's doing because he's telling stories, getting people to think in a different way, and sure. but it, but it led me down a different path. Uh, and then, you know, you take that and you go a different direction and look at some of these other, other stories. So you'll, you'll find the more that you read that there's just this interweaving of, of thoughts and ideas that are out there that are, you know, like some of the past through your head, man, everybody's thought of it before, sure. like maybe not in the exact same fashion, but yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of it and I don't do it enough. And, uh, I, I, I always look back and like, shit, I should have started reading a lot earlier. That, and that's kind of where I'm at now. It's like, man, I kind of like, yeah. I always, because of school, I always felt like these books were being ultimately forced on me and yep. I didn't want to read them. Yada, yada, yada. Yep. I could come up with a million reasons why sure. I don't want to read them. Give me the cliff notes. Let's get through this and get the C, right? That, that yep. was, that was where my head was. <clears throat> As I've gotten older in this attempt to slow things down, right? I, I think that that's where this comes is, uh, everything moved so fast in this period of time for me, June, July, August, and September here in Oregon, that I, I feel that this is that one of those things I can control. Yeah. Right. So in that control, by having that control, I'm going to opt to slow things down so that when I, when I need to ramp up, I have that energy to go do that. Sure. So I've, I've been finding that part, fascinating especially because here's the thing this is you know in the ramp up of box painting right you go back to the going you know reverse engineering that concept i didn't do this in the in the first three years of box painting i didn't do this in the first four years this is this has been box painting getting busier and me needing to find another another way to decompress right find that space that that i feel gathered in i guess is yeah. the way to put it. it's it's fascinating i like the little day-to-day stuff though uh i don't know that i can archive all my emails i just don't think <laughs> I, I don't i like yeah. i'm trying and the anxiety that i feel like when i just think of hitting select all archive i'm like oh, well, think cool. think of it this way of all the people that you've interacted with been friends with had relationships with how many are long gone that you actually said goodbye to somebody. Well, I mean, was, you've, you've interacted and had acquaintances and friends your entire right. life, hundreds, maybe thousands of people that you considered you were close with. How really? many of them did you actually say goodbye to? A dozen? I, maybe. Maybe. That? Maybe. maybe. Like the number could very well be zero. Well, yeah, but it was like, it was like, well, when you got divorced, there's paperwork. So we know that, we know that there was that one. one, but but the relationship still, still exists, but it's yeah, like, it but is. you know, it's like at the end of camp, you're like, all right, I'll see you all next summer or whatever. But okay. like, but actually having like a genuine goodbye or like that person, you go, this is a goodbye. It's I'll see you later. And then you never see him again. Like never there's just, me. but so often in life, we kind of get caught up and like every once in a while, somebody will pop in your head and with social media, dude, I've got like 600 people that are friends of mine on Facebook. I never talked to any of them. I ran into a guy from high school at the airport. I run into a, a guy from high school at the airport every like two years. And it's like, Hey, 
didn't we have that class in junior high? And then we talked for like seven minutes and we're like, oh, our lives are going in completely different directions. But congratulations on, you know, still yeah. still dressing like you did in high school, you weirdo. Like, <laughs> you're wearing long shorts and high socks. Like, it's 2020, you dork. Sweet Letterman jacket. Though. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Casting John, hey, remember the remember that catch you made in the third quarter against Y East? I'm like, junior high football. Yeah, totally remember that. But Hell yeah, I have it memorialized. Dude, that was my peak. On my wall. But like, you know, it's like all the people that you interact with and you go, I do like you delete a bunch of emails and a bunch of people that you didn't really care about. Don't get back to you. I'm like, whatever, whatever. Move I, I on. Like, I like this thought process. Yeah. And if you don't think about it, yeah, well, and it's, it's, I need to put it to practice though. I got to see if I can put this to practice. Cause that's, that's, I, I like the thought process. How many sure. emails do you have in your email box right now? So I, for the record, I do a thing where I basically purge almost every day. Okay, like there you go. where, where I, you probably I will, don't, you probably don't need it. It's, it's pretty rare that I get to, like I said, it's like maybe twice a year, but having it in your back pocket too. Yeah. Just, it's a trump card, right? Just, just knowing, back. just knowing that you could, and it's not going yeah. to be a disaster. Honestly, it helps me manage my email box a lot better. Interesting. But, but I do, like, I keep it under 50 emails Yeah. by the like, that's always my goal. If I can get it under 20, that's even better. But well, right now, I'll even check right now. I've got 12 emails in my box <laughs> and in the last 30 minutes. Yeah, it's a hard pass for me. <laughs> no, but I'm saying I have 12 in my yeah. inbox. But it's, it's not because I deleted them all today. It's just that, like, all right. Well, let's well yeah, that, that's that's good management of your email, though. Yeah. Well, it's like, I like to stay on top of it. But, you know, what happens is I'll get to, like, 40, 50, 60. Now it's at 100. And I'm like, ah, nope. But, yep. th- but that's the thing is my baseline is so low. So when it gets high, I'm just like, ah, it's too much. And I can go through and you can skim through it and just be like, all right, these people important, important, important. Eh. Yep. And then, yeah. and then you, and then you get, what you do is you get left with a lot of like, if you, if you manage out of your inbox and then mm-hmm. you have one that's like, I've been meaning to get to that for two weeks. Yeah. Just delete it. Just delete it. Who cares? Like oh, if no. you've been meaning to get to it and you haven't got to it and they haven't reminded you to get to it. They don't care that much. You don't care that much. See ya. That's fair. Yeah. Like if you deleted my email, I just wouldn't do it. I understand that. But like when we get to it, like the fact that it's sitting there, it's sitting there, it's sitting there at the bottom of your inbox or the top of your inbox or however you organize it. Right. So it's just sitting there and you've looked at it 15 times. I don't have time for this today. Sorry, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And you, and you move past it. Whatever. Yep. What's the difference between that and deleting it? Because on my much. end, you're not getting back to me. I don't really care. Like, and not much. And, and and if it's something that you want to get to, we'll get to it. We will. Yeah. So no big deal. And we knew we were going to see each other today and have this mm-hmm. lovely conversation. So Absolutely. you know, it's just it's yeah. it's setting your priorities and going. All right. Like if if you if you went like who do you talk to the most in your life? Your dad, your mom, your kids, whatever. Like if kids. you. Okay. Kids and the and and friends, you know. Yeah, but beyond that, no, parents aren't up there that high. Okay. Official. So the like you go like, hey buddy, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a call at nine o'clock, and you, nine o'clock comes and you you miss calling your son or whatever, and you call the next day and go, hey, sorry, this happened. Mm-hmm. Like he's probably gonna be more more disappointed. Oh yeah. That you called him like the next morning or like two hours later then I would be that you didn't get back to me for three weeks. Right. Like, so you know what they're And that's why like the priority always goes like right now, like if I got a call from my wife or my kids and they needed something like say, dude, 
But, you know, well, there's what? Maybe four other people that like would do that. Like if something happened to my parents or what? I, I gotta. I, I mean, the the list of Let's list of sure. things that would completely interrupt is very short. Like if 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 any of like seven people had something serious that happened to them right now, or like seven million people had something to happen to them right now. Like unless it was like a like a a regional catastrophe or yeah. like an individual like whatever there's not there's not that many priorities that jump to the top. So that's it's for me it tends to be. So let's put a bow on this thing. Yeah, cuz I'm busy day. Got to go. Yeah, you you we're, I get it. I get it. But the the mode for me so we're kind of talking about how to prioritize how to handle the chaos. Yeah. And for me, instead of having a checklist, it is more of a mindset of just going like, like, Hey, none of, none of this is more important than my wife, my kids, my whatever, you know, like here's, there's, there's that certain amount of things that Trump absolutely everything. Uh Uh, And then there are, are people that, you know, that, that I know I need to get back to. And there's some people that they don't need, they don't need anything from me. And my my relationship going to them is very few people are are on equal paths you know like the, you're my priority like my kids need me more than i need them sure. but i need them in a very different way than they need me so if anything happened to them i mean like they rely on me for a lot of <laughs> shit yeah but i rely on them for very little but they are a way higher priority to me because if I disappeared, somebody else would take care of the things that they need to, which is a, a very sad thing to think about, but I need, I need them more than they need me, but they need me in a completely different way, way more than I need them. So it's just, it's it, no matter what the relationship is, it's never on equal footing. And mm-hmm. as long as you just try to like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get the, I'm going to make the best of today, the best way I can. I'm good. Absolutely. So for me, it's just that mindset of going, We'll get to it. I like that. Yeah. I like that. For me, I mean, at the end of the day, for me, it's it's finding that space to 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 be away from the chaos. Yep. Like I have to, I have to leave it. Whether that's with my children out in the woods or even alone, but I do find that yeah. it must be left. I can't. And I think part of that for me is that when I'm when I'm here in the summertime working. I, I feel that being like, it's almost being compelled to, to respond and, and take care of business. So I, I feel like I have to remove my entire self from said situation. Um, and the interesting part is, is that I, I think that I leave the emails unarchived or undeleted to remind myself when I am here working, doing those things that, Hey, I still need, it, it might not happen now. But that's something that I need to be ready to take care of at some point in the future. Yep. You know, yep. even as I was going through the franchising bit, it was, well, I can't handle doing when we get to November and December, yep. I can crush the things they're asking of me to do. So, yeah, I dig it, though. Dig do it. we have the best philosophies on how to handle urgency and stress? Probably not. But there's our ideas. If you have any, share them with, it, it share them with Ben on social media. Same kind of thing. Absolutely. All right. That's a how to podcast, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ben, thank you as always. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure and, uh, and we'll do it again soon. If you want to listen to more of our rambling thoughts on how to accomplish, uh, well, just about anything, uh, listen through. If you've got ideas for topics, by all means, send them to Ben. 
Absolutely. At? <laughs> yeah, it, although it'll, it'll end up in an inbox that may not get responded to. But yeah, send hey, it. at least it won't get deleted. <laughs> how, do, how do they get a hold of you? I am the Box Dad on TikTok and Instagram, DMs on Instagram, uh, or Ben at Box Painting is my email. Super easy to get a hold of me, as always. Cool. I'm Luke. Bye. <laughs>